down at the nine foot homemade oak bar pour yourself a cold one my name is chris his name is mike and this is windy city slam wrestling chicago style my friend a busy week plus one of my favorite guests on the show today so we've got a lot to do in 30 minutes how are you i'm great uh big weekend in chicago wrestling national wrestling you name it professional wrestling is on fire right now and a big news item from last night do you want to get into that first let's do it yeah, all right. It's the big uh, title versus title, champion versus champion match at Impact Wrestling's Rebellion pay-per-view. And last night in the main event, AEW champion Kenny Omega keeps adding belts to his collection. He defeats Impact Wrestling champion Rich Swan in the main event. Surprisingly enough, the finish was relatively clean, even though each promotion had their own referee represented in the match. Brian Hebner from Impact and Aubrey Edwards came up from AEW under the watchful eye of owner and president Tony Khan, who was sitting ringside at the studios in Nashville. Um, Hard-hitting match, great match between two really, really good athletes. Great to see Rich Swan in this spotlight. But at the same time, what does it do for Impact Wrestling now that Kenny Omega is the AEW champion, I guess Tony Khan must be paying Impact a lot of money to be able to do that. See, I don't think that's I don't think that's the case here. Let's I mean, look, you look at wrestling through a different lens than I look at it. All right. Like I'm I'm the uh is it is it on a major network wrestling fan. That's what that's what I am. All right. And so like to me, the AEW is second only in terms of brand recognition to WWE. So it helps Impact to have that match. It helps Impact to be doing these things with AEW. It's a benefit to Impact, even if they lost the belt, because eventually the belt will go back over to Impact and they're going to get more eyes on their product. I don't know if you're really paying Impact to be able to do that. I think instead it's a shrewd business move by both because it shows it, it, it continues to show that AEW operates differently than WWE, but then it also gives Impact the ability to get more eyes on their product. Yeah, it's not a bad take at all, honestly. I mean, um, now it's interesting to see if more Impact wrestlers other than the Good Brothers will show up on AEW Dynamite. Will we see Rich Swan on Dynamite restake his claim to that Impact World Championship? Like, Kenny, I want that title back. Um, you know, I, I want to represent Impact. I dropped the ball. I'm coming here to make a bold statement. We'll see what happens with that and whether or not Impact gets a little bit more play on AEW programming as compared to uh, AEW getting play on Impact programming. Because right now, I think, for the, except for the Good Brothers, it's been pretty one-sided in terms of AEW getting more um, love on Impact and vice versa. Right, but I opinion. mean, think about it. When Omega comes walking out on AEW and he's holding up yet another promotion's belt right there. I mean, think about when. Uh, Think, think about the old Monday Night Wars and the way that, like, remember when, uh, oh, what's her face? Remember she left with the Divas title and went over and dropped yeah, it in the trash in WCW? Or Alundra Blaze. Yes. Right, exactly. But the whole idea was, think about what that did for, wow, now I got to see what they say over there. And that's yep. what Impact gets out of that. Wow, I got to see what Impact says over there. There, There is value to even just that. Definitely. Um, and a couple of other things from Rebellion last night, real quick, before we get to some local items. 
Jordan Grace and the newcomer Rachel Ellering defeat Fire and Flava for the uh, Impact Knockouts Tag Team Championships. And also Josh Alexander, who is now wrestling as a single. The North is no more. Uh, Ethan Page is now an AEW. So Josh Alexander, on his own, becomes the new X Division champion. So another solid show for Impact last night on pay-per-view. Now let's get to some local items, and an item very kind of close to my heart, a guy who I've gotten to know a little bit over the last few years living out in the southwest suburbs, former Chicago Bears defensive lineman and former WCW star slash member of the Four Horsemen, Steve Mongo McMichael, revealed his diagnosis of ALS. And uh, Mongo has a restaurant out in Romeoville, and I frequent that restaurant, and and I've seen him over the last uh, few years uh, just – the, the changes in his physical appearance were, were evident. It's very sad to actually find out that this was probably the reason for that. Prayers for his health and well-being at this point. Also, Chicago-style wrestling champion Filth King Brubaker, who just had that banger of a match against Garrison Creed a little over a week ago, he was hospitalized recently with a medical ailment. Hoping he's okay. Um, he's having some tests done. He's supposed to be wrestling this weekend up in Milwaukee, so hopefully he'll be able to to be okay for that show. AAW Alive last Saturday, April the 24th. We had Sky Blue defeating Katie Arquette in a women's match at that show, and also on the Twitch feed, which was broadcast live, it was AAW Heritage Champion. Myron Reed successfully defending his title with a win over Matthew Justice. And one last thing from last weekend before we get into this weekend. Touching moment online. Um, GPA and Laney Luck usually do their in-ring workouts. They do a little Instagram video where they're just rolling around in the ring and stuff like that. So this weekend, GPA Irish whips Laney from one corner to the other. Laney goes up to do the little leapfrog in the corner. And when she turns around, GPA's on his knee, ring in hand, proposes to her. And Lainey's like, shut the fuck up! <laughs> and she just turns around, says yes, and they kiss. It was just a touching moment. Congratulations to Chicago's favorite wrestling couple, GPA and Lainey Luck, on their engagement. Very sweet. Good for them. <laughs> That's nice. Aww. Pretty, pretty awesome, yes, indeed. And before we bring in... Missa Kate, Chicago sweetheart, for the third time on Windy City Slam podcast. Let's talk a little bit about what's going on this weekend. Power Entertainment presents Day of Reckoning, Saturday night, May the 1st, back at Rumpel's in Twin Lakes, Wisconsin. And a couple of the main matches there at The Revolution, Psychotic Jimmy Blaze and his partner Eric Freedom against Noise, Booze, and Tattoos. That's Rick Crossing and Scott Spade, along with their heavy, tiny in their corner. And also advertised, Ruthless Ramon Rodriguez faces the POW champion Pauly Tomaselli in a non-title match. If Ruthless Ramon gets the win, he will get a future title shot. And in addition, BMI, IPA, and Matt's Holiday are also advertised. And now let's get to the show where Missa Kate will be part of. On Saturday night, May the 1st, Zello Pro returns to Turner Hall in Milwaukee with WrestleFest. Again, on Fight TV, if you want to check it out on pay-per-view, $12.99, you're going to get a really good value at this show. There's, I believe eight or nine matches already booked for the show. I think that's probably the max for Zello. Usually they do six or seven, so this is really an action-packed show. 
Main event will be to crown the first ever Zello Pro Champion. In that match, GPA, Robert Eagle, Anthony, Philkin Brubaker, if he's healthy, CJ Esparza, if he's healthy, he missed the CSW show a couple weeks ago, but hopefully he'll be cleared by then. Uh, former guest, Jesus Bryce Benjamin, and then Star Wars fanatic, Mason Conrad, as well in that match. In a blockbuster women's championship match, Lainey Luck defends her title against Impact Wrestling's Jordan Grace. Another match that I'm personally looking forward to, AEW slash Chicago legend Colt Cabana against Rose Rudely, Trouble Outlaw. Now that should be a banger of a match. Two guys that really have distinct personalities. I think it's going to be a fun match. We'll see what Trevor can do against the, um, the silliness and the histrionics of a Colt Cabana. And then finally, one other match I want to mention, and it features our girl, Missa Kate. She's wrestling against Blair Onyx and Hyan, and the winner of that match will be the number one contender to the Zello Pro Women's Championship. Excellent. Very, very good. Missa Kate joins us here on Windy City Slam next. Found everywhere podcasts can be found and always at WindyCitySlam.com. Durbin's of Evergreen Park at 102nd and Kedzie is rolling these days, folks. You've heard about the updates, the upgrades, the great menu, the beers on tap, a chance for neighbors and friends to get together and have a beer and some good food. Now, Wednesday and Saturday nights, they're adding back karaoke. That's right. Come on out and prove that you've got the voice, the talent, the nerve. 9.30 p.m. every Wednesday and Saturday night. Friday nights, a DJ now in-house, starting at 10 p.m. And for the afternoon crowd, break up a busy week. Go have some lunch starting at noon. Bingo, each and every Wednesday. Durbin's is open, and they're looking to welcome you back. Dine in, carry out, contactless delivery, eat well, and have an ice cold beer with your neighbors. Come check out the newly improved Durbin's of Evergreen Park at 10240 South Kedzie Avenue. Or visit them today at DurbinsPizza.com. Join us on the phone line right now. I, I got to say, I have guests that I'm not uh, a fan of, where I, I don't look forward to speaking to them in any way, and that would be somebody like, for example, Trevor Outlaw. And then we have guests that I really like talking to, and every time that she's on, uh, I know it's just going to be a nice, easy, fun interview because she comes with nothing but personality. Missa Kate joins us on the line on Windy City Slam. How are you, Missa? Good. No pressure to be entertaining now. <laughs> no, but I'm doing all right. How are you guys doing? Good, good. I will not, Mike and I were talking about it. Like, we'll sit down and we'll talk with a guest. And most people do generally okay. And then every once in a while, I run into somebody where when we get done, Mike goes, how is that going to sound good? I'm like, don't worry. We'll get in the editing bay and I'll fix it all up. And, and I, have oh, to wow. do, I have to do work to fix it. You, I just let it go. Like, you're just, you're just. You're just personality. Are you like that when you're doing your mic work? Because I got to be honest, I haven't seen a lot of Miss Kate mic work. Are you, are you good in your promos? How do you feel about your promos these days? I definitely need to work on them. Not going to lie. I So I have a weird stage fright thing. <laughs> um, ironic, right? Because I'm a wrestler. Um, but yes. Yeah, so like having the mic, I've had it a couple times. And I noticed like being heel, it's definitely easier. Because you're just like, you so You know, it's, it's just easy. So when it comes to that and I get to be my lovely smart ass self, um, it's easy. So definitely need to brush up on the skills, but yeah, I try to anytime I get 
the mic in my hand or the pipe or whatever people call it. I don't know. Everyone has a different name for everything. But the, the, the <laughs> but stick. Yeah. Stick. Thank you. There you go. The stick. Is that what you are right now? Are you are you playing more heel these days? So I think right now more of like a tweener, and then I will be transitioning into heel. A lot of places right now have me face. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Maybe the future will be different. Um, Missa might be a little mean, Missa. So we shall see. I like it. I like it. Yeah, yeah, recently. <laughs> yeah, last year at Zello. Now, you tease a little bit of a heel turn with Laney Luck. And now you have this three-way number one contendership match at Zello Pro's show this weekend up in Milwaukee, WrestleFest. Now, it's you, Blood Onyx, and Hyen, who um, it's going to be an interesting mix of talent. Now, do you think you may have to rely on some underhanded tactics to secure that number one contender spot? Oh, yeah. At this point, like, I guess um, we'll go back to the question a little bit briefly here. As far as me being healer face, I'm kind of just at the point where I'm going to win and I'm going to do anything to get there. Um, Because, you know, I've been, what, this is my fourth year in and I'm playing the goody two shoes, the nice, you know, girl, which I mean, I am. I'd like to think I'm nice. (laughs) Maybe people would disagree. But um, no, yeah, so that's just kind of my mentality moving forward. And I think you'll see that more in my character work. And that's just kind of my plan for uh Saturday um, against high on and Blair, Blair, you know, she little creepy crawler herself. Um, she definitely plays some mind games and whatnot. And then you have high on who's just a hard hitter. That's just going to come at you. And she's going to, she, you're going to feel her. She's going to be there. So I have two different people, two different dynamics I'm working with, but um, definitely think that I could play on both and I got to do what I can to win. Right. So I got to get that title. What, what kind of moves do you get to add into your repertoire? If you, if you are playing heel, like, you know, like you never see the good guy throw a low blow, but it's something that the heel can do. Like what moves get, do you get to add in that you enjoy doing when you are the heel? Yeah, I'm definitely going to be blurred lines, maybe moving forward. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean. Being heel, I, it's, I guess just picking your opponent apart. Like I, I, it sounds so sadistic, I know, but to me, I'm like, that's always the most fun. I'm always like, okay, so what's, what, what's the nastiest thing that I could do to this person right now? What am I, what can I do to make you feel this kind of pain? What can I do to make you maybe not like, oh, scared of me is the right word, but just kind of let you know that I'm not bullshitting. I'm, I mean, business sort of thing. So um, and you have to outsmart me and you got to outpower me and you got to be quicker than me to win. So, um, yeah, when it comes to heel work, I guess just anything out thinking that I'm just being more sadistic and whatnot. Now, um, now um, suppose you win this match on Saturday and you go on to face the oh, women's champion. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Mike, right, Mike, 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 okay. Mike, she's going to win the match. She's being very clear yeah. about the fact she's going to win the match. I don't know <laughs> what this supposed thing is that you're doing, but, right. but you know, back off of all the wordplay and just say, after you win, that's how you ask the that's question. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's, re- let's reword it then. <laughs> after you win the number one contenders match on <laughs> Saturday, Missa, um, who would you prefer to face for the title? Laney Luck or Jordan Grace? Um, I think Laney and I have had our enough matches so where Jordan and I have not. 
Um, so I would love to work Jordan Grace. Her and I actually, way back when, um, when I first started, I was fortunate enough to be in, I think it was like a tornado elimination tag um, at Kaiju Attack Wrestling. I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with it. Um, it's no longer. Yes, I remember. Yeah, it's no longer. Unfortunately, it's no longer a promotion, but yeah, and I actually pinned her in that match. Um, so we did get a little taste of each other and I've seen her in locker rooms and whatnot. And I definitely one day would love to have a singles with her. And I guess what better time than now, right? Yeah. So speaking of Kaiju, that was one promotion that actually did pretty well with the women's side of wrestling. Uh, they had some really talented women and all mm-hmm. that. And Zello Pro is much the same. They're definitely a leader in terms of women's wrestling in the Chicago area. And almost half of the matches they've announced for Saturday night are women's wrestling matches. Now, what's it like to work for a company that puts such an emphasis on the women's division? Um, It's definitely, it's great. I mean, like, I don't have anything negative to say. (laughs) It's amazing because I'm like, you give women like us a chance. And Matt, the owner of Zello, he's obviously very open to ideas. And he loves hearing, he he just, he likes uh, hungry talent. And he, I think that's what he sees in a lot of the, these female talent. And, you know, with the women's revolution and all that stuff going on, there's obviously a lot of women that are just chomping at the bit to show what we can do. Um, and Matt's giving us a platform to do that. And Zello is giving us a platform to do that. So it's really exciting. And it's really cool to know that, not saying other promotion, promotions do, because I can't speak on every promotion, promotion or promoter or whatnot, but um, there are some places where it almost feels like they're just having it for the sake of having a women's match. And then again, it goes back to the rest are all guy matches, which again, I get there's more guy wrestlers than girl wrestlers and whatnot. But I think the fact that a place like Zello is becoming pretty equal. Um, I look at a place like they're kind of similar to freelance where it's kind of freelance has been always been open to like intergender and all that stuff. Zello's now opening that door for their company. Um, so yeah, there's like a lot of exciting things coming in the future and definitely there's definitely some guys that I want to get in there with. So I'm excited. So this past weekend and even before that, you've been really, really busy. You appeared and wrestled at the heroes and legends show in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Now, how did that go? It was so much fun. It was so much fun. Um, yeah, it was in Fort Wayne, Indiana, about three hours and some change drive. I didn't know there was an hour difference <laughs> in like time change, so I was late. I was like, "What do you mean? I live in Chicago. This is Indiana. What do you What do you mean? There's an hour time difference?" <laughs> um, but yeah, my bad. But other than that, no, it was like really fun. Um, like the chicks that were there, like the girls that I had the match with, like everyone was like really cool. Everyone was really solid. Um, I'm just trying to think of the overall experience, like just meeting people. There was a magician there or an illusionist or whatever you want to call him. He, I, there will be a vlog coming up and you will see him and I had a little bit of an interaction and he blew my mind a couple times. So, nice. Uh, but yeah, it was just, I don't know. Honestly, I think the best feeling though is that the fans were there because um, for those of you listening that don't know, so Heroes and Legends, what they did is they had almost like a convention or like a signing beforehand. So I like, I had my own table. Billy Starks was next to me. She had her own table. Like everyone that pretty much was there had their own table. And then there was a few, uh, additions like Ted DiBiase was there. Uh, he didn't have a match, but, um, he was there for signings as well. And because of that, we had a fan interaction and a good experience again. And I'm like, Oh, like I missed it. Like I miss talking to the fans and I miss, um, 
hearing like what they're what have they been doing and like their thoughts on the show and my thoughts on my match it was just overall i think that was the funnest part to me now did you get to rub elbows with any of the legends that were there like dbc <laughs> or irs or the headbangers people like that so their lines were very, very long, and I don't like being rude and interrupting people's time. <laughs> um, I was definitely trying to eyeball to see if they had any free time, and they really didn't. Um, I briefly met Chris Masters and Carlito. Um, Enzo was also there. But yeah, I mean, <clears throat> everyone was pretty cool. I didn't really have any bad experience with anybody, but I guess if as far as rubbing elbows, just saying hi, if that counts, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, that's good enough for me. <laughs> you know what would be great, though, is if we uh, if we had somebody on who just one time was like, yeah, I met so-and-so, this big like wrestling star, and it turns out they were a jerk. Like, we never get that. Like, nobody ever says that. It's always like, yeah, they all, everybody seems to be really nice. It, is that because, like... If you did meet somebody who was like kind of a jerk, you don't want to say it because then you might get a reputation. I mean, again, can't speak for other people, but definitely I could see that definitely being a thing. My thing is like, I'm just going to be honest because I'm like, if someone's an asshole to me, I'm not going to be like, oh, yeah, they were great to me. Like, that doesn't make sense. So why would I lie to someone about? So I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> your thing is, if they're an ass, you're going to call them an ass. Usually, I think everyone, especially in this time period, there's, like, so much stress and like, the past two years, a lot of stuff has come out and been spoken about. So I think everyone's kind of, I don't want to say on their best behavior, because, I, again, I don't know people other than, in, unless I have a match with them um, or I trained with them. So everything else is usually in passing. So, but, yeah, I haven't had anybody be, like, that I met in passing be like, oh, like, what, like, what do you call them? Big name you or something? I don't know. Or they just like ignore you or act funny towards you or something. Yeah, big timing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. big timing. Thank you. See, you know terminology. I need to get on this wrestling league. Is there a dictionary? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's something out there somewhere on the interwebs. Now, um, you got to work some shows in and around in Tampa during WrestleMania weekend as well. What was that experience like? And then kind of, um, did you get any evaluation from any people while you were down there as well? Yeah. So Florida was also another one of those like amazing experiences. The only difference between Florida and I'd say Heroes and Legends was <clears throat> Tampa had more people from all over the world or country or whatnot there. Um, so all different kinds of talent. We were there for uh, the GCW show, not the crazy kill each other with glass GCW, uh, the generation. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> they were there from, cause I know there's like a million GCWs, uh, but we were there pretty much from the event started at 9am. I want to say, and then it ended at three or four, three in the morning. I could be wrong, but I was tired. I didn't pay attention. I was just like, I need food and I need to go to sleep. Uh, <laughs> but, um, no, overall, like, it was a great experience. My match I had with Renee Michelle for GCW, um, it was our first time meeting. I got to shove a donut in her face, so because of that, I thought <laughs> it was a success. Um, I was wondering if there'd be any donuts involved. Oh, always. I had a donut today at work. Someone brought them. I was like, okay, so this is going to be a good week. Good, It's like good, good vibes already and uh, good signs. But, um... No, yeah, so for that match, too, uh, Maria Canellas was there, and she's, like, scouting for the ROH Women's Talent Tournament. So I asked her to watch my match, and she gave amazing feedback. And um, she was very 
she was very blunt and honest, but like in the nicest way. And she gave me, she, her and I probably talked for like a good 15 minutes, which I was surprised. I would have thought it would have been a quick, you know, oh, it was a good job, kid. You know, a couple like, oh, just like tweak these things. But no, like she sat and she like went over stuff. Like we talked about like gimmick. We talked about like moveset, ring stuff. Like she was definitely like a blessing to be there. And it, it helped me a lot um, moving forward um, with what I want to do with my career. So so happy she was there. Um, but yeah, and there was a couple other people. Uh, Renee is, um, as you know, like she's been on Impact and whatnot. So the uh, people at Impact that she knows also uh, watch the match. So like Moose, I think she said EC3. Um, I Jazz, which was, that was amazing to me that she got to watch our match. Um, but yeah, I, it's just all around the feedback, pretty much. Um, there was a lot of, a uh, decent amount of eyes on it. Yeah, so that was really cool. And then after that, I had to drive 15 minutes to Zawa, um, where I literally walked in and they were pretty much like, oh, you guys are on next. So I was like, oh, great. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> JJ Garrett pretty much had a bar fight and that was super fun. And I'm like, it was like one of those where I got a little taste. So now I'm like, okay, what else can I do? So uh, when they posted the ladder match for Zello, actually, I was like... There's no way I can get up. It's too late to sign up. <laughs> um, but yeah, definitely like ladder matches and Chicago street fights. I'm like in the future. But if it has to make sense of the story. Very good. Sounds like you had a great time in Tampa. Uh, great, great takes. Great, um, great stories from your trip down yeah. there. Um, yeah. We had Jesus Bryce Benjamin on the show a few weeks ago. And then... Uh, we talked to him a little bit about the podcast that you guys are doing together, the occasional podcast called Agree to Disagree. And I really think it's kind of a cool concept where it's basically a veteran male African-American and a younger white female offering perspectives not only on wrestling, but on life itself. Uh, talk a little bit about how you guys got together for this podcast and then what effect has Bryce had on your career as well, since you guys seem really, really close. So kind of how it all started is, you know, you have the road trips. You're driving back and forth to shows and whatnot. And on those road trips, you talk about a million different things. Well, you guys know how Bryce is and you guys know how I am. So he he has an open mind. I have an open mind. So there's a lot of conversations coming in the car. Um, so we we're just like, hey, what if we just like made a podcast one day? And we just like, because we'll sit there and talk. We're like... I wonder if someone heard this that they think we're nuts or they'd agree. And we kind of would test the waters. We'd ask like a couple of people at training or a couple of people at shows and like, Hey, would you be interested in like hearing this or like talking about certain things? And a lot of people said, yeah. Cause you know, especially in today's day and age, everything's very um, walking on eggshells and Bryce and I, I guess, aren't scared to rough a couple of fathers. Uh, <laughs> so um, that was the main appeal uh, a lot of people had because we're not scared to talk about things, well, certain things that I guess a lot of other people prefer not to talk about, which, again, is their right to. But, yeah, so that's kind of how that came about. And then mainly because of quarantine, we had nothing else going on, too, so we're just like, what better time to start it? So, And then the world opened up again and school, and it's my fault. I, I can take the blame to why there's not episodes coming out because I know he keeps blaming me, and he's right. Uh <laughs> But, um, yeah, so, I mean, as far as career, I'm, yeah, I mean, I think if you look back to before I started training with him to now, I think everybody could see the giant difference and the drastic change. Um, 
I say all the time, like I definitely owe my wrestling career to him and I, uh, nothing to knock any other trainer or whatever, but I do wish that I started training with him because I feel like I would have had more of a, the confidence and uh, whatnot in the education um, that I have now. I should, I feel like where I was when I first started wrestling, I was way behind. So starting with him, I feel like I would have been ahead and I would have been where I was more comfortable. Does that make sense? Did I just make it more messy? No, I think you made perfect sense. Uh, and you'll forever be known as one of Bryce's babies, which I think is really, really cool. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah, we're all his children. I was like, okay, that's weird, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, I know we're probably running a little short on time. We really appreciate you coming back for the third time on Windy City Slam. We love you, Miss Kate. We'd love to have you again down the line. Maybe even a... Yeah team up co-op with you and Bryce coming on our show that would be absolutely unbelievable we'd love to see that at some point or it'd be horrible horrible chaos um <laughs> I'm all for it let's do some horrible chaos no but I love to come back on like I love talking to you guys I know I wish your time was longer too and I'm sorry I like it was like this little window today but um no yeah definitely um I'll try to talk to him and then if you guys hit him up I'm sure it shouldn't be a problem um, promote your social media again, and you know, if you have a Patreon or whatever else, and where fans can see you coming up. For sure. Let's see if I remember. So, Instagram and Twitter, MissaKate11, and there's an A after the Miss. People are hitting calling me Miss Kate. I was just like, oh, I'm glad that I'm aware of this now. Um, M-I-S-S-A-K-A-T-E-1-1. And then I have a YouTube channel, Miss Kate, that a vlog will be coming out, I want to say, this Wednesday. I got to check to see when I'm setting it, but I think it'll be coming out this Wednesday. Uh, keep an eye out for that. And yeah, my Patreon, also Miss Kate, um, that's linked up to my Instagram. And I'm actually being consistent with it now, and I'm being smart with it, whereas before it was giving me problems. So I promise you I'm here now. Uh, <laughs> My uh, own Facebook is like personal to me and my family, but I have a Facebook page. It's like a fan page that's Miss Kate that you can follow me on there. But mostly active on Instagram, and that's where I put all my shows. So this Saturday, Zello Pro, Milwaukee. I'm excited. Me, Blair, and Hyan, Triple Threat. Um, and then I had to check to see where I am. At. I usually go weekly, so I'm sorry I forgot who where I'm going next week. <laughs> You but, got Zawa coming up too, I think, right? Zawa, some point? Yes. Yeah, there's a weekend I have, uh, there's like a Zello, a Zawa, and then I think uh, BCW. Uh, so yeah, so there's a couple. I got a couple coming up. The world's opening back up again. Wrestling's coming back. I'm happy. Thank you so much again, Mr. Kate. We really appreciate your time. Support Chicago sweetheart, Mr. Kate, whenever you can. Uh, she also, I think, has a uh, pro wrestling tea store. Check that out. And then this Saturday in Milwaukee, it's WrestleFest. Catch her as part of a great, great show up at Turner Hall Ballroom. Thanks again, Missa. Thank you, guys. It was awesome talking to you guys again. Thanks again to Missa Kate for joining us here on Windy City Slam. We will see you next week for another 30 minutes of wrestling Chicago style. My friend, uh, any big plans for you this week? Um, I am going to probably try to watch that Zello Pro show on Fight. I, I love their shows. I'm really looking forward to the Mr. Kate match. And again, I'm looking forward to Colt Cabana, Trevor Outlaw, and then whoever becomes the new Zello Pro champion. 
Very excited about all that coming up this weekend. We will see you next week anywhere podcasts can be found and always at WindyCitySlam.com. Bye-bye, everybody. Just screaming because my name I-